Hello everyone. Welcome to Some Days Today. My name is Bola Odina and I haven't done a solo um, podcast um, interview in a while. If you've been listening um, to our podcast for some time, you'll realize that um, you know we've had a few guests um, the past, um, I want to say, six or so episodes. Um, we initially started having um, my first guest on, who is my husband, Mac Audina, and then um, so he came on for about three weeks and then decided to really just stay <laughs> for good. Um, and so then we moved into a format where it would be he and I, along with um, some other individual, um, and we had that for about three weeks straight or so. I think that was great because that added a new level of energy to the show um, when I first started. Um, for those who've been listening to all, I want to say 12 or 13 episodes now, you'll know that it was just myself um, for about five or six episodes. Really, um, the concept of this um, show started from me wanting to get my thoughts out there as I transitioned through this new phase of life. So found a studio and really just started recording. And then I realized that this could really be a great inspiration for folks who are at an intersection in their lives, or um, even if it's not an intersection, you're really looking to do something bold, something different, or maybe even better understand the process of um, um, new ideas coming together. Because I think oftentimes, um, you know, we see things at their point of completion. Uh, and by the time we see it, it becomes way too, um, what's the word for it? It becomes too, um, difficult for us to relate to and perhaps even daunting for us to even um, perceive as an undertaking that we ourselves could take. So I thought, you know, sort of documenting my process of um, starting this podcast will be a great way to inspire others, but also really be um, a way to inspire me to get moving. And it's been great to see how it's evolved. And um, what I'll say is when I initially started it, obviously, I shared it with a few friends that I knew would be supportive of me because they loved me. Um, so I wasn't too nervous about what the reception would be. Um, but when I initially then decided to go live with it and broadcast this on Instagram um, and then eventually Facebook. Um, to be honest, I was very trepidatious. Um, one thing I'll say for a fact is that I do not enjoy my voice. Um, I, you know, when I've listened back to recordings, um, I, it's really given me cringes, to be honest. Um, so I typically don't listen back and I wasn't sure how the world would receive my voice, my accent, maybe my imperfections around um, certain words, terminolo terminologies, or even concepts, um, because I don't claim to be an expert in any of these things, um, but I am um, a student of them um, in the areas and spaces that I'm interested in finding out more information on. I say this to say that, um, you know, I really wasn't sure what the reception would be when I decided to start broadcasting to the world. And it has been really amazing. Um, I think a lot of times we want to have impact of whatever kind um, as human beings. And a lot of times we're not sure um, what impact we can have, um, what sort of value we can bring to um, our communities, um, however small they may be, either our immediate families or a group of friends, um, the workplaces that um, we go to every day, and maybe even the world at large. But I know there's a burning desire in a lot of us to have impact. Um, so um, it was good to see, or, or at least be able to feel that, um, you know, what I was doing, even if it's not impactful <laughs> on a large level, because I don't want to you know, um, make it seem as if um, this is more than it is, but it's really been encouraging, I'll say that, um, to, um, 
feel like when I put something out there, you know, we're now consistently getting about 40 to 50 people listen to this episode, um, at least from the download metrics that I'm seeing. That's not a huge number <laughs> by any means, but I do feel like it's, um, it's something and, and it's encouraging to feel like the, there's a small audience of folks who are being um, either entertained or find some sort of value, even if impact is too big of a word at this point to attach to it, um, there's an audience that, that finds some sort of value in um, what we're putting out. So, so that makes me feel good about, about what I'm doing. I wanted to come here today, really just to check in um, and to remind myself why I started this and not get carried away by um, you know, the, the, the format that this seems to be shaping into, um, which is to interview folks, get to find out about their journeys, the bold moves that they're making, and um, um, you know, maybe have the audience walk away um, with some tips, ideas, or you know, walk away inspired um, to do something for themselves as well with those ideas that they've had um, bubbling in their mind. Um, but the other reason why this podcast started was really for me to document my journey. And I feel like the audience um, hasn't really um, gotten a chance or an opportunity to really, um, you know, get an update on what I've been um, up to thus far. So that's the reason why this is a solo um, sort of um, episode. For those who enjoy me speaking to myself, you're in for a treat. And for those who are new to this, um, and perhaps maybe um, are you know used to having um, someone else or me interviewing someone else, um, you know I would encourage you to just give this a chance and let me know what you think because I'll be curious to to see if I should be doing more of this um, moving forward. So let's get started with the with the updates. Um, I'm going to divide the updates into three parts, uh, maybe four. We'll see when I get to the end, but um, three, four parts. Um, I'm going to start by, you know, really just giving you an update from a general professional front. You know, what have I been, what have I been doing or what did I decide to do with my job? Um, and then from there, I'll talk about the business, give a business update. I'll talk about... Um, you know, what's been happening with me on a personal front. Um, and then maybe I'll do a bit of an overview of where Sunday's is today is. Um, so we'll give an update on that, even though I kind of gave a brief update earlier. Um, so with the first part, um, I have officially left my job. I am now a full-fledged business owner. Um, so a bit of a background on that. Um, when I started this podcast, I want to say about six months ago, um, I was on a leave of absence. I had taken a leave of absence from my job um, because I got the sense that I needed to try something different or at the very least, just take some time off to reassess what I wanted to do with my life and if this made sense for me. I quickly realized that I, you know, had the entrepreneurship bug and really wanted to do my own thing. Um, loved the space of consulting, loved working with people, businesses, um, but essentially um, wanted to redirect my efforts towards building my own um, entity, my own company. Um, and I also wanted to work in a very different space from the space that I was working that I was working in, which is moving from the government space to more of a small to mid-sized um, business space. So working with other business owners to really um, help move their businesses forward. So um, I took three months off. Um, and then when it was time to go back to work, um, I just knew I didn't have it in me. Um, so I decided to take another three months off. Um, so at that point, it was from September to um, December. So I knew that after the holidays, I absolutely had to, had to make a decision, would I go back or not? Um, so by the time the holidays rolled around, 
um, you know, the, the decision was pretty clear. There was no sort of struggle. I didn't have any emotional turmoil over this. I actually had been operating my own business for about six months because I did, um, you know, start my own consulting practice during that leave of absence. So I felt comfortable um, feeling like I could say goodbye and officially close that chapter um, with my employer and um, fully sort of just jump into this new phase of my life. Um, so that resignation was effective. Um, it was supposed to be the start of the year, but based on situations with the, with the firm, um, it ended up being mid-January. Um, but yeah, so officially, I'm here. Um, it's funny, you know, when I think, how do I feel? And, you know, the word is good on one hand in terms of I'm completely satisfied, happy with my decision. But I think a better word is probably more apathetic. Um, I just had no emotions, no feelings. Um, and I don't know why. I think it's because I had been, um, I hadn't been in that space for so long and you know mentally I had just really moved on so it was really a matter of paperwork at that point and really just saying that I was um, officially resigning um, and that's how I know that it was the right decision I didn't have any extreme emotions about it didn't feel any sadness about um, towards it it, um, it just felt right it just felt like everything it was another day you know signed the paperwork and kept it moving um, and I'll say that I know this was the right decision because, you know, if I were to look back to where I was um, when I initially decided to take that leave of absence, you know, everything was just off. Everything was off. Um, I felt very much frustrated with my life um, on the job front, um, mainly because I knew the work I was doing was not exactly what I wanted to be doing. It was challenging-ish enough, um, but really I think the best way to put it is that I wasn't in my space of flow. So it wasn't exciting, it was challenging enough, so I guess it kept me busy, uh, but maybe even too busy because then it completely enraptured my life, so I had no time for the things that mattered. So let's say, you know, even if it hadn't been what I wanted to do, but I had enough time left over to devote to those things that I wanted to do, perhaps it would have been okay. But I just felt like it was, um, it was challenging enough to keep me busy and occupied, but not at all fulfilling me in any way. So, um, so I absolutely had to make a change because I was just frustrated in so many ways. Um, and ultimately, like I said, I, I just felt like I wasn't in my flow. Um, and the concept of flow is something that I'd heard in the past, but um, it, it's now been reintroduced to me more recently. Um, you know, what you hear about in some of the other updates on the personal front is that I've been doing a lot of um, self-development. Um, so someone that I recently um, sort of um, became aware of is Jay Shetty. Um, who apparently worked at the same consulting firm that I did while I was there. So um, it's funny that, um, you know, his name is now just resonating with me. But he did a video while he, um, after he moved on from the firm, he um, went to work um, for Huffington Post. And, um, you know, he did a video where he specifically talked about um, how to find one's flow. And the concept of flow was um, made popular, from my understanding, by a psychologist, and I believe his name is Mahaley um, Shek, some, 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 um, my apologies for saying his name wrong. Um, but he talks about um, flow being um, the space of experiencing um, um, your optimal self, so basically the optimal experience. Um, and what that means is when you're in this space, um, you enjoy, um, you experience deep enjoyment, creativity, and really just a total immersive um, involvement with life. And in reading that description of what it means to be in your flow, now that I am in that space, I could not agree more. I am 
fully immersed <laughs> in life. I was just telling Mag the other day that it is amazing. I literally jump out of bed every day, eager to take on the day, which is fascinating because I've never been that person. I was always someone who, um, you know, was somewhat exhausted and just um, tired and just always felt overwhelmed. And the, the smallest challenges of motherhood, um, working, being a wife, being a friend, um, being a daughter, um, talk less of, you know, even anything having to do with the creative space or anything extracurricular. Um, all of it stressed me out. It just wore me out. Um, I was not the person who was looking forward to Mondays. Um, you know, Fridays were my happiest days. And what I wanted to do was really just relax the whole weekend. So um, what I can say is I've definitely transitioned from someone who literally was sort of walking through life like a zombie to someone who is experiencing life, who is experiencing joy because of all of the amazing things that I get to do. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, and I'm actually, I haven't read the book um, that talks about how to find your flow and, um, you know, the um, whole immersive experience thing. So I'm, I'm excited to read it and I will um, get that book. Um, maybe I'll read it in March. Something that I've decided to do is to read more. Um, so for those who maybe follow me on Instagram, um, you may or may not know that, um, you know, the book that I was obsessed with and the person that I've been obsessed with um, since the start of this year is um, this Bishop T.D. Jakes. Um, I, um, um, I guess, um, became introduced to a podcast episode he did with my favorite Oprah um, on her um, Super Soul Sunday. And it just talked about um, the importance of um, kind of how to live your best life, essentially really, um, you know, what this um, podcast is about. Um, but it talked about tapping into your instinct and um, letting it um, sort of unleash this person that you never thought you could be, um, at least, um, um, you know, mentally, you know, maybe deep down in your heart, you know what you want to be, your soul is yearning for you to be that person. Um, but in your mind, mentally, um, psychologically, um, you had not convinced yourself that you could be that person. And Bishop T.D. Jakes did an amazing job of um, sort of just sharing with us how we can tap into that space and be that person and really stop the self-limiting um, beliefs and ideas that we have about ourselves. Um, so this is actually a book instinct that I'm going to be doing a review of, um, you know, one or two chapters at a time. Um, I read it with my my friend Tammy, who was on this um, um, podcast um, a few episodes back, her episode was amazing. In fact, a lot of people, um, you know, wrote to me personally saying, we love Tammy, um, you know, can you have her more essentially on the show? So she and I are going to be um, doing a review of the book uh, monthly, um, two chapters at a time of the book Instinct, because it really impacted the both of us in a very similar way. Um, so that was the book that I read in January. And then in February, the book that I am now reading is The Four, Agree the Four Agreements. And what is great about that book is it's really a nice um, way to pick up from the lessons from instinct. So if um, T.D. Jakes is telling you to go live this massive life and stay true, follow your instincts and, um, you know, do it anyways, even when you doubt yourself and let go of the fears. Um, this book, The Four Agreements, really breaks down why we have our self-limiting beliefs, you know, the beliefs that rob us rob us of our joy and create unnecessary sufferings from the ideas that we have in our minds. Um, this book really does a great job of really um, getting back to the basics of um, how we found ourselves as a human race um, in this position. Um, I think the good news is um, most of us have to struggle with these self-limiting beliefs um, just because of how we've been acculturated um, in being brought up as human beings. Um, so it is something that everyone experiences. And I think what's great about that is 
you know, you, you know, you, 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 you understand that you're not alone. Um, you know, discomfort in numbers, discomfort knowing that you're not the one who is defective and that um, there is something um, maybe, maybe, I don't want to say not quite right, but there is something at play in terms of how we are being nurtured and brought up that eventually impacts us um, because it brings us to a space where um, the, this conflict between our intellectual self um, and that's the self that is um, that has been acculturated to think a certain way. This the self that is adopting these self-limiting beliefs. There is that conflict between that intellectual self and our instinctual self, which is what um, Bishop Jace talks about. And the instinctual self is the self that um, sort of taps into a deeper part of you, um, the, the the part of you that understands what's at your core, you know, what your blueprint is and uh, that you are connected to greatness and that many things will, will, will spring forth from us just because of um, the connections that we have to greatness, to, to God, to the universe. Um, and, um, you know, that, that, that thing is dying to come out, but we're so, but, you know, our intellect um, it's constantly working against us. So it, it is a battle. Um, but in this book, um, I'm only um, two chapters in, so I don't have a full review yet. Um, but thus far, I mean, I think so far so good. And essentially the four agreements is, um, you know, just sort of guidelines for how we should be living in order to tap into this space of, of, of joy um, and really limit the, the self-limiting beliefs that we have. And those four recommendations or agreements that we can make with ourselves um, are, number one, to be impeccable with your word. I think that's pretty, pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> um, number two, don't take anything personally. You know, we're all living um, our own lives. Everyone is consumed with themselves. We're all working with insecurities. We're all working with our egos. So taking what someone says to us personally um, will only sort of just um, derail us or, um, or um, distract us. So, um, so focus on the positive, essentially, and, and, and continue to put out good, even when you're perceiving um, that others are not reciprocating. Um, so essentially, um, it says don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions. Um, and we all do that. So that's the third agreement. Um, don't make assumptions about anything. Um, you know, a lot of times we'll assume someone feels a certain way or one thing is a certain thing or that you can't do something because of your lot in life. You are constantly making assumptions, which constantly keeps us down and continues to belittle us and keep us living small. Um, so yes, um, don't make assumptions. And lastly, um, the last agreement is always do your best. Um, so like I said, I'm only two chapters in. Um, this is a this book comes highly recommended. Everyone talks about it, um, so I'm eager to dive into it and and learn more about about the book. And maybe we'll do a review on it um, depending on how it goes. Um, but yeah, like I said, what I'm trying to do is read at least one book a month um, because I am fully committed this year. And I know everyone um, has 2020 as their year of immeasurably immeasurable go um, growth um you know breakthroughs success um and really just living your best life um so i am committed to doing the work um that is going to take to get me to that other side and i think i'm starting to see um to get feedback from just how i feel every day that um, i'm on the right path so I'm excited about it. So that's the first update um, is that I've officially left my job and I am feeling pretty excited about what's to come. So the second update, what is to come? What am I doing with my time? Well, I started my business. So I have a consulting practice um, called NBA Growth Partners. Um, and what I do is I work with small to mid-sized businesses, um, business owners, uh, maybe executives um, in their organizations to really help them um, drive their businesses forward. 
I love this space, particularly the space of working with um, um, business owners themselves. Um, there's something exciting um, and infectious. Infectious. Um, I think I have something with my teeth, so it's making me talk funny. Um, so apologies for that. Um, but there is something infectious about working with someone who is working on their craft or working to bring something forth. That energy is amazing. Um, I think that is what I lost when I was um, working in the corporate environment because everyone's really just sort of walking through life and not, um, you know, engaging um, in it in a proactive way. So, so working with this group of um, people, people who are bringing, who are being creative in so many ways, who are bringing ideas into fruition, is just exciting. It has been empowering in so many ways, and I'm meeting with these clients who are passionate about what they're doing and, um, and they're inspiring me to continue to also work on my business as I'm, as I'm working with them to consult with them on what they should be doing on their business. Um, you know, I'm also doing the same with my business. So it's really just, you know, an ecosystem of passion, um, day in, day out, um, every hour of the day. Um, so it's exciting. I don't know if I had any clients um, the last time I did an update, um, but what I'll say is I am officially in business. You know, I have several clients that I'm working with, which is exciting. Um, I think when you first get into business, you don't know, um, you know, you're kind of out there. You feel like you're alone. There's no structure. Um, which is probably what makes it so daunting to to go out there. You know, you feel like you're going into the wild, wild west. Um, there's no path created. Um, it's uncharted territories, at, at least for you. Um, so you kind of feel at your most vulnerable because you don't have any money. People are looking at you like you're crazy, especially if you're leaving, you know, what could be perceived as a great situation. And you are letting go of all of that and opting for, you know, what seems to be nothing. And you're not sure what you're going to get back in return because you now have to get to work. You have to put the seed in. You have to take the time to water it, nurture it, talk to it, <laughs> and, you know, with, with passion, with compassion. Um, you know, make sure that, you know, it's, it's in a good, it's, you're seeding in a good environment and make sure that you have, you know, nothing but positivity that you're projecting towards that baby that you're trying to birth and understanding that it's going to take time. Um, you, you, you're not sure if at the end of that time, whatever that period is, um, if you're actually going to birth something great, something amazing, or, or if it's going to be a stillbirth, you know, something that goes nowhere. You know, so you have to sort of take that faith. And I had been in that space probably going on, I mean, definitely for the six months, but I, you know, started to experience or experiment with the thoughts of doing the business um, as far back as March. So going on 10 months for me at this point. Um, and it's just now that I feel like it's starting to come together, not in a great, great way where I'm seeing all of the um hard work, that all of the rewards of the work that I've put into this pay off. Um, but I am starting to see, you know, something is starting to bubble. You know, I'm seeing kind of like when you, um, you know, for those who, who are gardeners out there, um, you know, when you plant the seed back in April, you know, by the time um, June or July or August, whenever it starts to sprout, whenever it comes around, you know, you're almost surprised because it's just a tiny little, um, leaf that, that sort of shoots out from the, from, from earth, from the ground, and you see it and you're just amazed. You know, it's almost, you, a lot of times you will have even forgotten <laughs> that you planted the seed. So that's what I'm starting to see, something very small, um, but I'm hopeful. I know that it's going to sprout into something amazing. So I am excited. Um, but, you know, for now, you know, I am happy to report that I am busy every day. I have meetings and appointments on my calendar. I have clients that I'm <laughs> um, working for. And um, I've actually gotten to a point where, um, you know, I, I, you know, every now and then I'll pull in someone to work with me 
on some things that are um, just beyond my um, ability time-wise to be able to turn around. So, so that's great. So business is great. Um, and I'm excited. I feel like I am in my flow. Like I said, you know, there's so much to do. One thing that I haven't gotten a great hang of is mastering my time. When you're building a business, um, time is the one thing that you just don't have enough of. By the time you wake up in the morning, you're already 10 steps behind. Um, your to-do list is endless. You know, to say that I probably have 500 things on my to-do list is um, not, it wouldn't be an exaggeration um, from, you know, the social media to setting up the website to engaging um, with folks on LinkedIn and writing articles to putting the offerings together and making sure, you know, I'm training um, myself on how to be a better salesperson, to working with clients, going out and getting clients, to networking. I mean, it's just endless, the list of things to do. And what I'm realizing, because um, at first, um, when I first got started, I would beat myself up. I just felt like I was failing because I wasn't ever able to check everything off my to-do list. And what I had to tell myself is, much like parenting, because I think, you know, a lot of us are parents. And for those who are not, you know, when you, when you first have your child and you take that baby home from the hospital, you can't help yourself but to think about, you know, the, the, the goals, the dreams, the aspirations that you have for this child, for these children. Um, and you can fast forward and envision them when they're 20 and when they're 30 when they're 40, when they have children, when you now have grandchildren, you can see all of that almost in an instant. And you have no idea how it's going to come together, but you continue to wish greatness upon them. But you also trust that that greatness will come. But in order for that greatness to come, you're committed to the time that it's going to take for that greatness to be revealed. So while you continue to think about the future and use that as your guardrails, um, as sort of your North Star, when you're thinking about what you want for your children, you continue to see it, um, but it also informs your day-to-day. -day. So you get up every day and you recommit yourself to parenting. There are going to be days when it's impossible. It feels impossible. You feel like you're failing. You know, you've taught your children to brush their teeth every day since they could hold their toothbrushes. And here we are, they're 13, and you ask them, did you brush your teeth? And they're looking at you like, no, I did not. <laughs> and you're wondering, we've been at this for 13, 14 years. If we can't get this right, God help us. <laughs> God help us because I have so many great things for you. So you think about the lessons that you want to impart on them. You think about the big things, but you also don't want to neglect the small things. But every day you go to sleep realizing that there is still so much work to be done. But you have faith and you trust that they will um, become fully actualized um, great human beings who are going to contribute to their societies. Um, so I say all this because that's the metaphor for me when I'm thinking about my business. You know, there are times when I'm exhausted. I can't see what impact I'm having. I'm sending out endless emails to people who are not responding to me. All of a sudden, I'll have a rush of requests from 45 different people who want to engage me. And then I'm worried that I don't have enough staff. And then I'll turn in the proposals and then I don't hear anything back. So it's, 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 um, it's an interesting challenge, but it's exciting. I am in my flow. I feel like this is exactly what I should be doing. So as tough and as difficult as it feels, and sometimes as um, hopeless as you can feel, I'm excited and engaged in the process. I don't have any doubt about where I should be. Because I know, just like I know for a fact, I am supposed to be the mother of my three children, 
And there is not one day, not one moment that I doubt my responsibility, my commitment, my love to them. That is exactly how I feel about this process. And I think it's such a gift for me to be able to have this because I've never experienced it um, outside of my children before. Um, so I'm excited. I feel like I'm in this space of love, creativity. No wonder artists are so passionate about what they do and they're so sensitive. It's like their baby. I mean, this is like my baby. Um, and I wish that for everyone who is listening here, um, because it's worth it. It's worth being able to bring forth something that you've had in your mind. Um, but and I know you weren't sure whether or not you could do it. Should you do it? Who are you to think you should be doing this? Uh, but I encourage everyone to do this because, uh, well, for those who want to start something, whatever that is, it doesn't have to be starting your own business. Uh, but whatever it is, whatever you have in you, I encourage you to really just work on bringing it forth. Because when you start to see those small um, rewards, you know, th those small indications that it's all coming together, I mean, it, 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 the, the feeling is just um, out of this world. So, so that's that update. So business is great. Challenging, but I can be happier. Number three, um, what's going on with me on a personal front? So, um, I mean, things are great. Um, you know, once again, I'm happy. You know, I'm a happy wife. Um, Mac and I are on the same page more often than not. <laughs> so that's a great win for me. Um, we're experiencing life sort of um, independent of each other. I think for some time, at least I felt like I was so codependent on him. Um, and that's possibly part of how I got lost in the world because, um, you know, my, in, the entirety of my, of my identity um, was wrapped into him. And I did that to myself, really. Um, but now I have my life. You know, there are times when, you know, um, I actually have to mentally slow down to think about, um, you know, connecting so that we don't lose each other because things are moving so fast. I'm so passionate about um, the space that I'm in, um, which brings me happiness. And he's also doing his own thing. Um, I'm sure he's quite happy for me to not be stalking him <laughs> like, um, like I used to. Um, he may miss a, a little bit of that, but, um, but we're good. We're happy, you know, and, and the idea, because I know, you know, people have said, um, you know, people say all the time that um, it takes two whole people to make a healthy relationship work. Um, so that idea, the concept of you complete me um, is actually inaccurate. You know, you have to bring your whole self to the table. You have to be, bring your healthiest self to the table. And hopefully your partner is doing the same so that you can have a healthy whole relationship. Um, and I think this is the first time that I'm truly experiencing and understanding that concept. So, so things are great. Um, could not be in a better space with that. Um, you know, the, um, you know, being a mother, an update there, I'm, I'm loving, I, I've talked before about how I'm just enamored with my children. They're just amazing. And perhaps it's because they're, um, at ages where they're completely independent, they're experiencing lives for them, life for themselves. They're, um, they have their own friends, interests. I mean, I still have a lot of mothering <laughs> to do, so no doubt there. Um, but they're, they're turning out to be really good, decent human beings and smart. Um, I think my only challenge here is really just making sure that they learn the lessons that I'm learning now at an earlier age. And um, talk about beating yourself up, you know, as I'm trying to figure out how to master all of these new concepts that I'm learning. Um, you know, in the past, I've been, you know, beating myself up, trying to impart these ideas, these concepts um, onto them as well. And what I'm realizing is, or what someone had told me 
is bolo relax. Just model this behavior to them. Um, children pick up more from watching you, um, how you move through the world, how you behave. Um, they learn more from watching you than from what you say. That's not to say that you shouldn't be coaching them and training them and you know, praying for them and whispering you know, words of inspiration and what have you to them. Um, but if I'm not always able to, you know, type everything up, send them emails, send them videos, which I do, you know, my husband and I are constantly sending videos to the children or quotes, you know, telling them to read these books. And I'm sure, I mean, they've even told us that, okay, yeah, you guys are doing a lot. Um, but that's because we feel like it's so important for them to, to learn these lessons, but we also want to impact them, um, in ways, um, you know, beyond sheltering them and feeding them. We want to, you know, feed them with ideas and concepts that are going to make them into amazing human beings. So that takes a lot of time. Um, but yeah, you know, um, you know, when I don't have the time to do all of it, what I'm doing is as best as possible trying to model this behavior for them. And, and I think it's, um, it's coming together well. So that's great. Um, so um, the, the, the motherhood front, things are right there. And then um, just on an individual, personal front, um, I've been having a great time. And, and I think a lot of us are. You know, I talked about how everyone is declaring 2020 as their year of taking it to the next level. Um, I'm doing the same. Um, I think, you know, for those who listen to Mac and I's recap of last year, um, you know, I talked about all the great things that we, that I personally accomplished. And, um, and I think it was a result of having a vision. You know, um, I created a vision board, did that exercise with the children. And, um, you know, this year I have a vision board as well. And I'm excited about kind of just um, working on the vision. You know, so, so my vision board um, talks about the things that I want to do more of, which is to read more, um, you know, do more yoga. So I have images of, um, you know, um, black women in their amazing yoga poses, just doing it. So I have um, images of that. Um, I wanted to upgrade my living space. So for a while, I've been thinking, you know, this house that we're in would be um, sort of like a short-term um, living situation for us and that we would get a bigger house once the children started to get bigger. Um, and what I've realized is, you know, I was waiting for whatever reason, the various um, routes, that, roads that we've gone down to try to get a new house um, have ended in various um, um, road, um, dead ends, dead ends, let me say. So, um, so then I decided, you know what, that's too complicated. You know, um, let me just fix up the environment that I'm in. So, so I have, um, images of, um, you know, upgraded kitchen, um, on my board and I've actually started working on, on that part on, um, upgrading our house to reflect, um, the space that I want to be in, not knowing, I mean, that's not to say we're not going to get a new house, but I'm, I, I'm not in a hurry to do anything. You know, I'm letting life kind of just um, take its course, you know, but I'm controlling what I can. So, so I have images of that. I have um, a picture of some days today on the board. And really my goal there is I just want to professional. I want to take this seriously. You know, um, you know when I started, this was more of a maybe hobby. I didn't know what it was going to transition into. But I, I as I've done more and more, of these um, episodes, and I and as I continue to get feedback from people, it's amazing. Like I said earlier, how um, people enjoy it, and perhaps you know, dare I say, are being impacted by it. Um, so, you know, going back to one of the four agreements um, that says, "Do your best." I kind of really want to put my best foot forward. You know, so I really want to professionalize it. I want to put some thought into it. Um, think about how to really engage the audience and folks who are listening and think about the content that I want to put out there and um, improve myself from a hosting um, perspective, um, not hosting, um, yeah, I guess, um, from an interviewer perspective, you know, so it's sort of just um, 
um, think about how to get better, how to be more prepared um, on that front. So, so I'm excited and I'm working on that. Of course, I'm going to continue to eat well. Um, that's another goal of mine for 2020. So working out, eating well, um, and, 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 and I've been doing a decent-ish job of it. I have a picture of um, Jada Pinkett's mom on my vision board because this is a 60-something-year-old woman. I think she's like 65 or 66 at this point. And she has a six-pack. Like, her abs are out of this world. So I have that picture to say, you know, age is nothing but a concept. It's a number. You know, just because I'm now, you know, getting close to 40 doesn't mean I let myself go, you know. And, um, you know, the food that I feed my, that, that I nourish my body with um, should contribute towards me having um, the body that I want um, that is going to be healthy, that is going to be strong, um, and that is going to be able to carry me through um, all the way through the age of 100 because I do plan on living long. So if that's the case that I need to really um, put the work in um, to really take care of myself. Um, so I have a picture of that, so I'll continue to do that. Um, and then I have pictures of books that I want to read. Um, I have a picture that says, um, you know, black writers, because I want to write at some point. I don't know what I want to write, but I do know there's something in me that's waiting to be birthed. Um, so that's something that I'm going to explore more this year. Um, and overall, I, um, I, I'm just looking to be a badass, you know, when it comes to the business space, the, 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 the personal space, the professional space, you know, just being myself. Um, you know, I want my, my comprehensive self, all the aspects of me to exude joy, confidence, um, assurance. Um, you know, I want to be self-assured. Um, and, and a picture that I have that reflects that is um, that of, um, oh, what is her name? Robin Gibbons from Coming to America. If you guys haven't seen it, go see it. But, you know, that is the persona that I am tapping into. She is bad. She is sexy. She is smart. She's a businesswoman. She's an executive. She carries herself well. And all around, um, just amazing. So that, you know, when I think about, you know, what I'm tapping into, that's that, you know, that, that, that's really what I'm working on. So, so yeah, so overall things are great. Um, and as I go through this journey, obviously, you know, like I said, 2019 was amazing. Um, I'm excited. Oh yeah. One last thing. I am hoping to do amazing things in business this year. So I have challenged myself with a million dollars of revenues um, through the business. I don't know how I'm going to get it, but that is the number that I have in my head. And we're going to work to get to that number. Um, so that's also something else that I'm, that I'm working on this year. So I'm excited to see how the universe is going to point me to where the money bag is. Um, so, so that's great. Oh, I can't believe I'm, I'm missing this. Of course, in doing all of this, you know, at the center of my board is um, a map of Africa. Um, I don't think I have um, officially put it out there. Maybe I have, but, um, you know, I'm hoping to travel with the children. You know, I want to go to several countries. And when I say several, I'm talking about eight, nine, ten countries with my children, either this summer or early um, fall. I want, to, I want to do it all. You know, I want them to see the world. Travel is an amazing way for you to grow in leaps and bounds. Um, you see the world and you understand that, you know, this is just one way of living, how we're living now. And people in all parts of the world live in various different ways. So what that does, at least for me, is that it frees my mind, um, my um creativity is unleashed and the shackles or the doubts that I place on myself um, sort of just melts away when I travel. I want my children to experience that. And I also think it's a great way for us to spend time together, build memories together, and really just grow together as a strong family. So that's on my vision board um, for this year. We'll see. I don't know how it's going to manifest itself, how it's going to be brought forward, 
but I have full faith that it is. So, so that's also on my vision board. Um, so like I said, you know, I'm excited, you know, I wake up every day trying to figure out how to, um, not, not even necessarily trying to figure out how to make these things work, but sort of just going with the flow, you know, going back to the book instinct, I'm following my instincts. And thus far, it's just been amazing the results that I'm seeing from um, the things that I'm saying yes to. Um, so another update is um, that every month I've decided that I am going to take on a new challenge. Why? Why not? Um, so um, in all seriousness, um, yeah, the reason why I wanted to do that is because I realized, you know, along, you know, kind of just continuing off the point of us having self-limiting beliefs, um, a lot of times how we keep ourselves stuck is by um, relating too much into the idea of ourselves that our ego um, is um, presenting to the world. So our ego um, will have us believe that we are set in who we're supposed to be. I'm not someone who jumps out of planes. That's not to say that you shouldn't. Um, I'm, I'm just giving examples of things people say. Oh no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Um, I, I I don't go skiing. That's not what I do. That's what white people do. Or um, oh no, I don't go out on weeknights, so I can't go to that networking event because it, that's just not what I do. Um, I'm not someone who works out. You know, this yoga thing is crazy. I don't do that. So we 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 end up saying no to so many things that we end up of course, living very small, reduced lives. And of course, you can't listen to your instinct because you know, you're too busy saying no to everything. Um, so um, part of how I want to um, kind of change the chemistry of my brain is to take on new challenges um, and really just think about the wildest things that come to me and do it. So, so this month, um, you know, I, 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 the only thing that I did last month was really fully I read the book. I tapped into um, um, Bishop T.D. Jakes and um, sort of started following him. And, um, you know, so that was my challenge. I think I should have probably um, pushed it, taken it up a notch. But this month I am. So a friend of mine talked about how um, she was fasting for religious reasons. Um, but essentially, um, you know, she became vegan, you know, while she was fasting. And automatically I thought to myself, wow, I could never do that. That just seems too challenging. Who does that? Um, and then I realized that here I go again, um, sort of just putting roadblocks to, or, or limiting my experiences. Why, why, why is being a vegan um, so out of this realm of possibility for me? So I told myself, um, yeah, I'm going to try it in the month of February. Um, so this month, um, I'm not having any animal products, um, no sugar. Um, that's really, I don't know if that's a vegan thing. Um, I actually think you can have um, sugar um, while you're a vegan, but I also want to limit my sugar intake in general. I'm um, speaking of abs, um, <laughs> sugar is the enemy of abs. Um, but yeah, so I'm limiting my sugar, processed food, I'm limiting that, and really just um, not um, eating any animal byproducts. Um, so it's been interesting. I mean, we're on day six. Uh, it's a challenge. Let me just say that. <laughs> I mean, everything, um, especially being Nigerian, um, has, you know, some sort of meat in it. Um, and when you're not eating meat, there's dairy. Um, when you're not doing dairy, there's eggs. Um, so yeah, it's challenging, but I think it's forcing me, number one, to limit, um, to, to, to challenge, you know, what I think I can or can't do. I think it will allow me to be create, creative and think outside the box in terms of what I'm eating. And maybe give me the opportunity to even learn about um, my body. I mean, how about that? You know, we're so used to doing the same things that we don't even really know, you know, what's good for our body, what's not, what we react to and what we don't. How does it feel to be clean? Um, I'm already learning that. Um, so that's exciting. Um, so when you couple that with drinking more water, um, so I've also challenged myself to drink um, five bottles of water a day. 
Um, so I'm continuously cleansing myself um, and I'm just feeling lighter, I'm feeling healthier. Um, so that's exciting. Um, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully I make it um, to the end of the month, um, but I'll be happy to report on that. Um, so yeah, so there is that. And you know, I talked about how I'm just saying yes more. So when there's an opportunity, that um, seems interesting, I say, yes, why not? Um, you know, there's something that I feel like I should do for the business, I say, yes, why not? So that's part of me living through instincts. And I think, like I said, it's paid off. And ultimately, um, you know, um, my word for the year is obedience. Um, so I'm trying to figure out ways to tap into that. Um, the reason I chose the word obedience is because I want to allow my body to, um, allow my mind to be still and calm enough to understand what my heart is wanting me to do or what my soul is yearning for. And when I'm able to hear that, I want to be obedient towards it. Because I think that's how you tap into the core of who you, who you are and the essence of who you're supposed to be. Um, so I'm excited about um, sort of just using that word obedience to guide me through 2020. What I'll say is I'm actually tracking my journey on a daily basis as best as possible through my Instagram. So I created a, an Instagram page called Manifesting the Vision. And I'm really just tracking my progress, you know, because um, they say what you don't measure does not count. Um, and I don't want to wake up at the end of 2020 wondering where the abs went. Uh, so I sort of want to track my journey and, and hold myself accountable at the end of the day to um, see if I'm actually doing what I should be doing um, to get the results that I want to get. Um, so that's that. Um, and then lastly, I said I, I, I would talk about some days today. Um, I think I've sort of sprinkled a little update here and there throughout this um, particular episode. But for the most part, it's going well. What I'll say um, that's new is that, um, you know, I want to have a better understanding of what I need to do to, um, to be more professional with this podcast. So how do I schedule um, speakers for days when I do want to interview speakers? How do I um, structure the interview? What do I want the audience to get out of it? And then on days when I really just want it to be um, an individual thing, um, what do I want to talk about? Like, what is the journey that I want to take um, the listeners through? Or what are the concepts that I'm looking to explore for myself that I want the listeners to um, have a, 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 um, an, an insight into so that they can get a sense for perhaps what I'm struggling with? Um, so I'm excited for what's to come. Um, this is something that I think I really want to take more seriously, and I'm eager to see um, how my actions will translate into um, a better podcast. So, um, so yeah, so that's it. Um, like I said, when I started, I really just wanted to come here to just provide an update on what's going on with me. Um, I feel like, um, you know, I've just been having people on, and hopefully, you know, I, I hear from those who are listening, that they've, um, they're enjoying the, 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 the guests that I have on. Um, these are people who inspire me. Um, so I figure if they do, hopefully um, they can inspire you as well. Um, but I'm also going to make time to um, provide insight on my journey and um, sort of just take a moment to reflect on where I am and um, what I'm working through. So with that, um, that brings me to the end of this particular episode. I hope um, you've enjoyed it. Um, here's what I'm not good at, which is <laughs> asking people to like, comment, share, subscribe. I think there's something else. Whatever it is. I mean, if you're enjoying, um, you know, this um, podcast, um, please leave a review. Um, it's funny because I feel like, um, you know, that's why I think I have like five or six five-star reviews. So you, yeah, you, some people are doing it out there. So thank you for that. Um, I would be interested actually in, um, you know, engaging more with people who are listening to this. So drop a comment on our Instagram page. Um, it's called Someday Is 
today. So it's someday is underscore today on Instagram. Um, we're also on Facebook at someday is today. So look us up and um, feel free to drop a comment. Um, let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear more of, what's annoying about what I do. Um, and we'll see. I mean, if I'm moved enough to address it, I guess I, mean, I still have to be myself. But, um, but yeah, I'm curious, you know, but, you know, overall, like I said, I'm having an amazing time. I wish you nothing. Well, I wish you the same bliss that I'm experiencing now. Um, and, you know, if you're curious about how um, I'm doing it, you know, feel free to reach out to me personally, happy, happy to talk anyone through the process, you know, because I know it's difficult, you know, and, and I think I'm starting to come out on the other end of a very sort of um, tricky time. Um, so happy to share whatever words of advice or experience um, and um, insights that I've um, gained along the way. Um, so yeah, reach out. Um, but until then, please share, recommend, and continue to listen. And, um, you know, until next time, thank you so much. And remember to continue to live your life like it's a fucking vacation. And I'll tell you one thing, it certainly feels like a vacation to me right now. I jump up out of bed every day, um, eager to experience what the world has to offer. Um, so yeah, go forward and be blessed. Have a good one.